VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome to Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this program are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now, with Positive Living, here's Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone. Hello, and welcome to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. Now, I always say that I'm so happy to be part of Voice America because Voice America believes that information is power, the Internet is the future, and the future is now, and so do I. That's why I'm here. My program, Positive Living, brings you practical solutions and positive strategies to help you live the kind of life that you want to live. Um, I saw this wave on the Internet five years ago when I started, and now there are so many incredible programs right here on voiceamerica.com. If you log on, you'll see many programs in many areas that bring you the best of the best in terms of really living your life in a more positive way. There are so just so many incredible hosts that are bringing you tremendous guests. And today is no exception for my program, Positive Living. My guest is Diana Garber. She is the president of Intuitive Concepts, Inc., Diana is an international consultant, speaker, and author, and Feng Shui consultant. She focuses on energy management. She is the only practitioner in the United States that is credentialed by a large organization, Ohio State University. Welcome, Diana. Thank you, Patricia. I'm very honored to be a part of the program. Well, good. I'm glad. And people can call us if you're listening and you have, you've known about Feng Shui and you have questions for Diana. Call us at 866-472-5788. If you're listening Monday, which would be May 14th at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. And all these shows are archived on the site, so you can go to raskinresources.com or voiceamerica.com and look for Positive Living or Patricia Raskin. Find those shows and just click and listen. Okay, Diana, explain first what Feng Shui is. Feng Shui is how we react to our environment which is why I specialize in energy management. You know, the first faculty meeting that I had at Ohio State University, we were sitting around and a lot of the doctors were saying, you know, I'm Dr. So-and-so and specialize in this and specialize in that. And then it came to me and it said, I'm Diana Garber and I am an energy management consultant specializing in feng shui. And it was kind of funny because you'd see the eyes roll back in the head saying, oh, here we go. But really, when you think about it, if you take the human cell and you put it into a nurturing environment, the body does better. It survives and thrives. But if you take the human cell and you put it into a hostile environment, it struggles and sometimes dies. That is feng shui. It's how we react to our environment. You know, I'd like to comment on what you just said. I would like to give an example of that. I recently worked on a project that was very stressful. And I found when I was in the environment with the stressful people, I couldn't function as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, I got stressed. Uh, Sometimes I'd even break out in a rash. Uh, I wasn't as clear thinking. When I would get back to my own office and have more of the peace and calm and the environment I was used to, I could perform much better. I mean, I really saw that firsthand, Diana, what you're talking about. Well, everyone does, and some people are more attuned to their environment and can make adjustments. And I think it's important to make the distinction that feng shui goes way beyond furniture placement and colors and and decorating. 
classic feng shui, which is the Asian approach, takes a look at the land, the building on the land, and then the people in that space. And, you know, because OSU has already come up, they have referred patients to me where the person isn't getting the results they need or as quickly as they need through traditional and even alternative approaches. And I'll go out and take a look at their homes and figure out what's making them ill. As an example, geopathic stress. Geopathic stress is energy that comes up from the ground. Mm. If we live on or near a geopathic stress vein, it can cause health issues. What do you mean by geopathic, Diana? Well, right now Mother Earth is going through just tremendous stress. Uh, we have siphoned out a lot of the cooling system out of her abdomen. And just like a woman's body, we're going to react when we don't have uh, functions that are supposed to be normal to us. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of earthquakes going on, which, interesting enough, um, one of my certifications is in disaster recovery or business continuity. And that means when something happens, we have to recover to it. And that's what Mother Earth is doing. You know, we're siphoning out oil and sand out of her abdomen. She has had that for a long time, and now she's reacting. I'm still on the U.S. Geological Service earthquake list for earthquakes on the Richter scale 4 and above. And the number of earthquakes and the magnitude of earthquakes has increased substantially in the last 15 years. And one of the articles that I had sent to you was, does feng shui have anything to do about the weather? And the answer is yes, Yes. (laughs) because we react to our environment. So I guess the question to ask you is, what can we do? Give us a couple of practical tips of things we can do. Um, Well, when we think about plants, okay, having plants in the right kind of lighting with enough type of moisture. So right now, spring is here. We're excited about putting in gardens. And it's just be more cognizant, be more aware of what we're putting the plants into, Mm -hmm. uh, that they are going to survive. And the healthier they are, the more we react to them. So that's an example. Mm -hmm. Very important. With classic feng shui, it's difficult to give the quick, tips and techniques because, you know, some forms of feng shui are based on here's the front door and you've got your health area, so to speak. With classic, we we do a series of calculations and they do compare it to quantum physics. And it's those mathematical patterns that tells us the energy for any building and then what to do about it. So... You know, just to say, you know, put reds in, you know, the southeast corner or the south area of your house, it, mm-hmm. it, it's not quite as simplified as that, which is why we get but such a But there is results. a system in Feng Shui, isn't there? Pardon me? Chinese system, there is a system. Oh, absolutely. Of where to place things. Are you there? It's based on the directions. Yes. And so, you know, as an example, instead of using a health area. In general, the east of any house represents the feet and the throat. Mm -hmm. And so if there is imbalance in the east, 
then there are remedies that need to be applied. And that's not always the color green or the color red. I mean, it's it's very specific to a particular space. But, um, you know, one of the people that I worked with that came to me with, well, if you're aware of hospice, hospice means you're terminal within six months. And she had come and... Um, she kept saying, you know, I'm dying, and I, I just felt so bad for her because I thought, oh, my gosh, she really doesn't like her environment. But it turned out she really was. And um, when we took a look at her house, she had cancer energy in the southwest. The southwest attacks the head female, mm-hmm. and it also represents female body parts. Mm-hmm. So when we took a look at the energy of that space, there was no surprise that she had breast cancer. Mm. And when we figured that out and shifted the energy, we transformed the energy, she went into hospice, she's still with us. Mm. I mean, she went into uh, remission, and she is still with us. Mm. So Uh, it's very, very powerful. mm. Now, Diana, when you work with clients, Do you work with businesses? Do you work with individuals? Do you work with organizations or all of the above? All of the above. I do commercial. And and tell me, when they come to you, what do do they come to you with? What are their typical situations that they'll say, Diana, here's my problem. What are they? Well, I don't think there's any coincidence that I end up working with, I I would say the largest volume of people I work with, whether they're developers or uh, commercial buildings or even private clients, residences, Mm -hmm. there there seems to be a health theme. And there's no coincidence to that. The reason I got started in feng shui, I've had 18 major surgeries, Mm. doesn't include minor, I've had five pregnancies. I have one living child. Mm. And so the the evolution of my background and experience with disaster recovery and working with hospitals and such has led me to here, just like your background has led you to where you are. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times people will call and they'll say, you know, you know I've got cancer or I've got MS or... You know, we want to build a hospital, but we want to make sure that we're building it in a way that it's a wellness center, mm-hmm. not a recovery site. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, get beyond the breakdown to breakthrough. Let's not live reactively. Let's be proactive. Mm-hmm. And that's probably the biggest gist of the people that I end up working with. Mm-hmm. Even right. with so they, uh, want, they want their environment to reflect something different than it is. Absolutely. Um, there's a development company that called and they are, and I, I love everything to do with working with the environment, and they're tearing down a, a city block that used to be an industrial complex and they want to renovate it and transform it back into a residential community. And there was a tire factory on there, and there was pollution that went into the ground and so forth. So there was, you know, very various things that we did to get the environment back to being healthy. But when we took a look at, um, there, there's four major complexes of townhouses that are going to be on this. 
and literally if if we if we put the building in in one particular direction you're going to attract people that can't afford where they live that don't care about their community they'll have an increase of drug activity and so forth if we shift the building by just a few degrees just a very slight change you have people that are very community oriented will care about families, will care about their schools. Mm-hmm. Well, when you're building a new development, which one do you think they want? So so that's what people call and say, you know, how 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 can Feng Shui help the community or, you know, my house? It goes well beyond anything that we can imagine and that's why I think the timing is perfect because right now we have videos and books that are coming out such as um you know what the bleep do i know which is all yes. about quantum physics yes all about how we react to our environment mm-hmm. that's feng shui all right we're going to take a break on that note my guest is diana garbo she's a feng shui consultant she is the president of intuitive concepts inc she's an international consultant speaker and author and diana give us your website for people to log on to intuitiveconcepts.com okay intuitiveconcepts.com you're listening to Positive Living I'm Patricia Raskin stay tuned we'll be right back from our home to your speakers voiceamerica.com here's a show for baseball players coaches parents and those who love the game at least 90% of sports success including baseball requires mental strength in order to fully benefit from technical ability and the higher the competition level the more critical it becomes to possess mental muscle tune in every Tuesday at 4pm Pacific time to Championship Thinking hosted by Jim Meyer and brought to you by the National High School Baseball Coaches Association Jim sports psychology coach trainer and author of numerous articles and the workbook Championship Thinking Building Mental Muscle in Baseball simplifies the mental game with easy-to-understand tools and tips. With his weekly guest, Jim draws from successes with professionals, college, high school, and youth teams, coaches, and players. Learn how to remain confident and focused at crunch time when pressure, tension, and anxiety like to make an uninvited appearance. Tune in and tune up your mental and technical knowledge and skills with Championship Thinking every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time right here on America's Voice, Voice America. Ever wonder what are the favorite travel destinations of the Hollywood Jet Set? Where do celebrities like to go when they aren't walking the red carpet? Tune in to Traveris Celebrity Travel Talk with President of Traveris, David Manning, and Lisa O'Hurley, golf aficionado and wife of actor John O'Hurley. On Traveris Celebrity Travel Talk, David and Lisa talk with well-known actors, sports celebrities, and entertainment insiders to find out about their favorite travel destinations and what they recommend. On Travera Celebrity Travel Talk, David and Lisa also offer up feature vacations each week and last-minute deals for your next getaway. Find out what's new and exciting in the travel industry, as well as how to raise money for your nonprofit organizations while enjoying a wonderful vacation. Travera Celebrity Travel Talk with David Manning and Lisa O'Hurley broadcasts each Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Travera Celebrity Travel Talk, your inside look into celebrities and travel. VoiceAmerica.com
everyone. We're back. You're listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. My guest today is Diana Garber. She's president of Intuitive Concepts, Inc. Diana is an international consultant, speaker, and author, and specializes in feng shui, which is really managing our energy and our energy in the environment that is around us. Welcome back, Diana. Thank you. Okay. You know, we hear a lot about, I don't know whether it's feng shui or feng shui. I hear it pronounced both ways. There are many ways to pronounce it, and really it's it's the dialect of the area of the country and even the country itself. Uh, I study with a lot of Asians, and so we say feng shui, lak chap sui, feng shui. Right. Um, In the United Kingdom, they say feng shui, so... It just depends. Yes, it depends. Well, what you have written here is that feng shui or feng shui, which is Chinese for wind and water, helps us to shape our environment. And the practice of feng shui is an empowering facilitation for change. And that the approach evaluates each of our specific living and working environment and our energies, our surrounding geography, and our impact to Mother Earth. Now, one of the things that you talk about in your work is that clients who have used the system have expressed improvements in well-being, whether it's anger management, anxiety, uh, in, in, in weight management, in relaxation, the people in weight loss, people who have adopted this way of managing their energy have really relieved a lot of symptoms of issues they're having. Talk about that, Diana. Well, you know, my husband is, he's the grounding person, and so when, when I first started down this path some 20 years ago, he was like, well, you know, it's like anything. If, if you put a thought into someone's mind, they can make it come true. And you know what? That's true. I mean, the the book that's out right now called The Secret, it's all about we are what we think. And so yes, if we I know that very well. We talk about that a lot on this show. Yes. So, um, and, and it's true with feng shui that intention has a lot to do with it. And there are unseen forces that we're not able to connect to. Mm-hmm. So that's where having someone help to evaluate the energy that you're living and working in to measure those. And that's the thing. Uh, feng shui is quantifiable. It is measurable. Uh, one of the clients that I worked with had uh, an inherited family disorder, mm-hmm. and he was working with the Mayo Clinic in Rochester, New York, and was working with a team of, like I think it was eight physicians. Anyway, uh, within three months of feng shuiing his house, his grand mal seizures were completely gone. That's amazing. And there was no medical reason for it. Now, I'm not, not trying to say this is a substitute, uh, substitution for any type of medical treatment, but it definitely facilitates living in a more positive environment. Okay, Diana, what did that person do to change their environment specifically? What did they do? For that year in their home, they were sleeping in the Southwest. For their home, the Southwest was the worst area because of the energy Uh that he could have been sleeping in. I asked them to change bedrooms. I asked them to change the um, textures and colors in the bedroom, mm-hmm. and then the seizures went away, and they're they're Isn't that amazing. Still a big fan. So you know, a lot of people think that this is kind of the touchy feely approach, 
And it is touchy-feely, but the people that come who are skeptics, I love it because they ask very good questions and they become the biggest fans when they start to see measurable results. Well, on a personal note, Mm-hmm. I, if I'd like, I'd like to add this. I am um, the woman I use that helps me decorate is also a feng shui consultant, and she came in and helped me to do my. I bought a small town home, and I have to tell you how much I love it and how peaceful I feel when I'm there. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. I mean, I can come in from a stressful day with other people and walk in there and just feel totally calm, and and you don't know what it is. It's I mean, it's the colors, it's the way everything flows together. I just feel great there. Mm-hmm. There's been a couple programs on um, uh, TV talking about the, and they use the word exodus, of people who are seeking wellness and health solutions that are going offshore to other countries where the mm-hmm. hospitals have been built from the ground up with some way really? in mind. Really? Because they are able to, just just as soon as they walk into the space, they have a sense of calm, which is what you're referring about your place. And it really happens. I mean, this isn't this isn't airy fairy, you know, Pollyanna. I mean, you you know, it's like people say, "Oh, I don't believe in that." Well, you don't believe in it, Diana, until it works. Right, (laughs) right. And then when it works, then you do. Um, Give us. We have a few more minutes till break. Give us a couple of things that we can do that you find are maybe typical. I don't want to use the word mistakes, but typical things that people do that aren't helpful, that if they just change one or two things, they'd see a difference. Could you give us some tips in that way? I can. And um, every person as an individual, based on their birth date, Uh they have good directions and directions that don't serve them. Okay. So, as an example, I was born in August 1952. I'm a hard wood person, and my best sleeping direction is east. So that means when I'm laying in bed, laying down, my head should be pointing east. When I sleep in that direction, I get more restful sleep, I remember my dreams, and I wake up better able to meet the world. That is true for every person. And there's an article on my website called What's My Trigram? And the formula is there to figure out whether you're fire, earth, metal, water, wood, because everybody is of the five elements, Mm -hmm. and what your best sleeping direction is. Hmm. And I'm not kidding. There's one lady that was referred to me that she has severe sleep apnea. That's when you stop breathing in the middle of the night. I know that well also. She has a CPAP machine. She was facing surgery and so forth. Something as simple as changing the position of her bed. So she had a good direction at her head. She said, Diana, if when I met you I had 100% sleep apnea, I now have 10% and it has changed my life. Because she's a single person. And she was dating someone and she said, you know, when they came over... She was embarrassed to use the CPAP machine, and so she's doing so much better. And there are simple things that all of us can do, but it's based on our individual energy. And so there is, just like in life, there's not a one-size-fits-all. It depends on your particular birth date 
as to what your element is and what your best directions are. So that's very important. And you can do that by, tell us again how we find that information out. Uh, my website is intuitiveconcepts.com. Okay. And it's right there. And you can just do a search on sleep and you'll find the, um, find the article. Okay. Very, very good. All right. Um, we're about to go to break, but, um, Give us another success story of someone you worked with that saw a huge difference before we go to break. We had a lady that came into um, the Center for Integrative Medicine at OSU. And the first time I saw her, she was in a wheelchair. Mm. She had severe rheumatoid arthritis and had difficulty even laying flat on a table so that um, the physician could treat her medically, and we had an acupuncturist give treatments, and then we had people do massage therapy and such. So I went to her home, and sure enough, there was negative energy there. So when we figured out what was exacerbating or making her situation worse, and we changed that energy, within three months, she was walking without a cane. Mm. Mm. That's amazing. It is. Just by changing the energy. Just by changing the energy. Now, is that the only solution? Of course not. Mm-hmm. You know, in life, we have many avenues, many paths that surface to us. And feng shui is one tool in our toolbox of life. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. All right, tell us more um before we go to break, about your website, what people can find there, about uh, different uh, consultations you do, and maybe some of the tests or things they can take on your website as well. The website is intuitiveconcepts.com. Um, at one point, it was voted the most informative, non-hype, meaning you don't have to pay for information, website available. There are many articles out there everything to do with animals and children uh, and testimonies from people. You know, it's, it's best to hear it in their words as to what type of difference it made. Mm-hmm. Um, there are facts and tips out there. What's really helpful is um, I do a monthly energy guide for people that we publish on our newsletter. And I'll talk about the energy of what's going on in okay. the world. All right, how we'll we take a break, and when we come back, we'll talk about that. You're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Conversation at a click of a mouse. VoiceAmerica.com. Wine and Women is not your boring wine geek show. It is rather a fresh, fast-paced approach featuring interesting stories and entertaining segments about wine and wine-related topics through a warm and chatty format that will appeal especially to women, men optional. Hosted by wine connoisseurs and luxury lifestyle experts, Julie Brosterman, Lisa Kring, Sharon Borston, and Jeanette Oku, Wine and Women takes listeners to Napa, Sonoma, and other wine regions worldwide to meet the best as well as the newest winemakers, to restaurants to meet top chefs and sommeliers, 
to wine-themed spas, wine country getaways, even into supermarket wine aisles where Women & Wine Angels swoops down and helps shoppers to get their wine picks and more. Women & Wine broadcasts each Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Women & Wine, enjoying life one sip at a time. Hey, Dad. What? I can't get the ketchup bottle open. Here, let me try. Here you go. Thanks. You don't have to be a hero to be a hero. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To learn more, call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Had an accident? The people you may encounter may be attorneys, doctors, and insurance agents. How do you protect yourself and your family? Tune into Meeting by Accident with attorney Tom Woodruff, an experienced trial attorney and former legislator. Attorney Woodruff and his expert guests assist and inform on what to do in a crisis, what steps to take, what to avoid, and most important, what you need to know to get through the process. Meeting by Accident broadcasts every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America channel. Because being informed makes all the difference. Tune into Meeting by Accident with attorney Tom Woodruff. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back. I have a wonderful guest on today. Her name is Diana Garber, and she is the president of Intuitive Concepts, Inc. Diana is a Feng Shui consultant. She's an international consultant, speaker, and author, and has been doing this work for many years, and is really into managing energy and helping people do that. Welcome back, Diana. Thank you. And you can call us at 866-472-578. Eight on Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. You can hear this program, which will be archived on my site, RaskinResources.com, and also on the Voice America site, VoiceAmerica.com, and you can listen to the program there. Diana, talk about Feng Shui and timing. You know, we've had some really natural disasters uh, in terms of tsunami and many other things that have happened. Talk about how does it relate in terms of managing our energy with uh, timing. Yeah. I, I have an example that really every time I think about it, I get goosebumps. Um, I had a client that had called, and um, they wanted us to take a look at uh, some investment property. Well, my husband and I were scheduled to go to Thailand, and uh, but... Shelly said, you know, please go take a look at this property, you know, before we fully commit to it and such. So we, we changed our trip. We changed our plans to go from Thailand to St. Martin. When we landed at the airport, the announcement was made of the earthquake and the tsunami. We were supposed to be there. <laughs> so evidently my work isn't done. But what is so profound about that? Um, in, in that year, 
it was um, an earth energy. And again, everything equates back to the five elements, fire, earth, metal, water, wood. In an earth year, Mother Earth is much more vulnerable to earthquakes, tremors, explosions, and such, which, as we know, that's what kicked off the um, most profound earthquake that was ever on record, which happened in a one-water month, resulting in the tsunami. So that's where each month I take a look at the energy and figure out, is it fire, earth, metal, water, wood? And then how does that relate to the energy of the year? So this year is an earth year. And I'll do some... Um, okay, but what, do you, but what do you do, Diana, if you look that up and you see there could be a problem? I mean, are we helpless to do anything Not at when all. we know this could be coming? Not at all. Uh, if anything, especially with my disaster recovery background... I believe that it gives us information that we normally wouldn't have. And even when I was on the SWAT team for a Fortune 100 company and, and something would happen, they, they flew a team of us in, and we would assess the damage and invoke our recovery plans and get people back up and running. But I would always take my feng shui instruments with me. And so I would do the formal assessment according to the corporate world and our policies and procedures, but then I would also do my feng shui analysis. Nine times out of ten, we could have minimized what happened if not completely overted or changed the situation. So that's where, you know, when I give workshops or, you know, on the newsletter, a lot of times people will say, you know, it always seems like it's negative, you know, and and I feel so helpless. But that gets back to, you know, if, if we come from scarcity, we attract scarce energy. If we come from abundance, we attract abundant energy. For me, it's information that I don't have or didn't have. And so I get to make choices about that. What a gift. How many times is a situation thrown at us that we have no warning of and we may not react in a way that is the most empowering for us. Mm-hmm. So that's what I put into the newsletter. And the timing issues is, as an example, you know, this is a month where energy is pretty high for miscarriages. Well, take precautions around your, your pregnancies. You know, don't go for that long hike. Mm-hmm. You know, stay closer to home. Or if you're... Um, not taking care of yourself in a most empowering way, then this is the month to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, There have been times when auto accident energy is very strong. Well, and I'll put right in there. So drive defensively. Allow a few extra minutes to get there. Allow a few extra minutes to stop at that stoplight. And when the light turns green, look both ways before you pull through. I've had people call and say those kind of things have saved their lives. So, yes, I feel... Go ahead. Go ahead. I feel having that information, we get to be proactive, not reactive. So how do we know? Is that all on your website in terms of kind of those cycles and and what's, what's coming? I do it a month at a time. And, yes, it is on the website. 
Okay. Okay. So, you know, it sounds a little bit, Diana, like astrology. Very much so. There's different forms of, of astrology. There's Western astrology, so whether you're a Virgo or a Taurus or what you're ascending and rising and, and moon signs are, and that affects us. Some of it applies. Some of it doesn't. But there's also um, Eastern approaches. So I'm hardwood. I'm also a dragon. So I have personality traits based on that. There are health issues that I may be prone to based on that. But there again, it's a collection of information that we bring it together to find ways to understand ourselves more. So you and use I, it almost as a map, almost as a chart, almost as like if you took t- medical tests. You look at that, all that information, and you say, okay, based on this, this is what I think you should do. Yes. Yes. And that's why it is holistic because it takes many different types of information yeah. and brings it together. Mm-hmm. You know, many people think that feng shui is decorating and furniture placement. Talk about that. <laughs> that happens, and that is just one small portion of, of what feng shui brings to the table. It's an assessment. Yep. It's an assessment of, you know, the ground we live on. Are there animals present? You know, is there um, hospitals nearby? You know, I, I take a look usually at about a quarter mile radius of any building that I work on to figure out what factors, what traffic patterns, I mean, any type of influence on that property. And so once you figure out the energy of the land, now we can take a look at man's impact, man's impact, buildings, Roads, bridges, telephone poles, you know, playgrounds, so forth. And then, okay, now we have the land figured out and we have man's impact or the house figured out or building. Now to take a look at our personal energy and how does it work with, collaborate with, or where are we challenged, now we really get a big picture. Mm-hmm. then we can really focus in on what can we do to get long-term, consistent mm-hmm. manifestations. Yeah, I mean, we all know. One of the things, though, I want to say that I have heard, and I don't know whether this is standard or whether this depends, but certain things that do make a difference in terms of where we place things in our home, um, not placing your depth uh, with your back to the door or your your bed where your feet open to a door where the energy can come out of your feet or not having mirrors in your bedroom that you look at that face you when you sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk about those. Okay. Mirrors. Mirrors magnify the space that we're in. Okay. So a bedroom is supposed to be restful yin female energy. When you go into that space, you want to feel protected, you want to feel warm, you want to feel rested. Mirrors are yawn active energy. So when you introduce that type of reflection into a room, it's going to magnify the light. Well, light doesn't necessarily give us more rest. And so that's where, that's one of the philosophies behind not having mirrors in the bedroom. 
um, you had mentioned uh, the feet pointing towards the door. Mm-hmm. You know, that really hit home for me when my dad passed away because my dad was in hospice. And when the ambulance was called to take him away after he had expired, we noticed that they took him out feet first. Mm. But when I've been in the hospitals, they protect the head for living people. And if you've expired, your feet are usually first. Now, hospitals have caught on to that <laughs> for people walking through the hallways. So, so for the most part, they are protecting the head. But that's the, one of the philosophies behind in a bedroom, you don't want your feet pointing where it's going out the doors because that's called the death position. Well, uh-huh. now we have a relationship as to why, okay? Um, and, and with desks, you know, that that's a difficult, you know, it, it's one of those hard and fast rules that don't always apply because of the environment that we're in. So when I work on big office buildings, you know, it's Cube City because cubes are, you know, uh, easier to change and reconfigure than hard walls are. So a lot of the way, a lot of the cubes are set up so that people's backs are at the doorway. Mm-hmm. So, yes, it's not desirable because when your back is exposed to the door, you're more vulnerable to your environment. It's like backstabbers. People can walk up behind you and not know that. It's And just, you know, take going into a mall as an example. You know, you feel more comfortable when you can see the people around you or when you're getting in your car, when you can see that there are people around you, you feel safer in that space. But if you have to go into a narrow opening like down to the restroom and you can't really see who's at your back, but you know somebody's walking behind you, it's a little creepy, okay? So that's the same philosophy as sitting at a desk having your back exposed. So there is an example if you work in a cube and that's your situation and they won't allow you, because some companies will and some won't, to reconfigure the workspace, that's one of the examples of putting a mirror up above so that you can see who's walking up behind you. All right, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we are talking to Diana Garber, who is a Feng Shui consultant. She has her own business, and her business is called Intuitive Concepts. And you can log on to intuitiveconcepts.com. Is that right, Diana? Yes, intuitiveconcepts.com. Folks, you're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. From our home to your speakers, voiceamerica.com. Albert Einstein once said, nothing happens until something moves. Well, your movement towards realizing a dream, making a long-lasting change to your life, or simply putting a daily smile on your face is just a click away. Tune into Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney and free your mind, open your heart, and ignite action in your life. Host and commander in change, empowerment coach, and international speaker, Scott Chesney shares his insights to making the most out of your daily lives. Scott interviews people who are maximizing their lives, the most recognizable transformationalists and leaders around the world, as well as those hometown heroes that move, touch, and inspire the best in all of us. Stay tuned into Maximizing Life for Scott's one-on-one coaching with callers. Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney broadcasts each Monday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney, inspiring you to live life with passion, purpose, and limitless potential. 
West Coast Business Review and host Amy Campbell presents Show Me the Business. Each week, you'll hear exciting guests give you vital information on advancing your business and career. Learn how others have built their empires, from best-selling authors to renowned entertainers. Listen every Tuesday, 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 noon Pacific time on VoiceAmericaRadio.com. Visit our website at www.westcoastbusinessreview.com. West Coast Business Reviews, show me the business, connecting you to the business world. Live in the Green Life with Kim Carlson, echopreneur, author, and green living maven, brings you an upbeat, fun exploration of the doables of living a more earth-friendly life. Kim cuts through the noise and urban myth of green do's and don'ts and shows that it is possible to live green easily, from hip organic weddings to exotic echo travel to healthy personal care products. Get the most current trends and tips from the experts for living a more planet-friendly and human lifestyle. Live in the Green Life with Kim Carlson, broadcast each Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America channel. Live in the green life for a human, healthy, and planet-friendly lifestyle. VoiceAmerica.com Feng Shui at IntuitiveConcepts.com Hi, everyone. We are back. You are listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. I have a great guest today. Her name is Diana Garber, and she is the president of Intuitive Concepts, and her website is intuitiveconcepts.inc. Diana is a international consultant, speaker, and author. She's a Fen Shui consultant, and she's all about, her work is all about helping people to manage their energy in their personal life and their professional life. Welcome back, Diana. Thank you. And again, the website is intuitiveconcepts.com, and you can reach her through the website, and you can still call us today. Uh, we are here today on May 14th, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and all these shows are archived on my site after that. But the number to call is 877-466. I'm sorry. It's 866-472-5788. 866-472-5788. Diana, you have this very interesting, it's in your book, or it's in your portfolio. You have an extensive consult collaboration agreement where your client and you look at everything. Talk about that. Well, I have a real strong corporate background, and one of the uh, aspects that I studied extensively was project management. And so over the years, I wanted to make sure that when I walked into a site, because some sites, just like, you know, anyone, when you when you show up, you just get this, you know, heebie-jeebie, get me out of here kind of feeling, or you connect so well with the people that you can just have lovely conversations for several hours and not get a lot done. So the, the, and I call it collaboration agreement versus project plan because it is a collaboration of the energy with the space and with the people. And so it's, it's a very high level task list of all the things that we want to accomplish. And clients really enjoy that because they get to see something quantifiable. It's, it's almost a roadmap of the journey that we're going to take together. And so we can go through and, and check it off. Okay, we've done this and we've done this. And, oh, you know what, we need to cover that too. And then that way I stay on track to make sure that the client gets what they've paid for mm-hmm. and the client knows that we've taken a very methodical approach. Mm-hmm. 
there are several forms of feng shui, and one of them is intuitive, and that's where a, a practitioner goes on site, and th- based on what they feel about the space, they make recommendations. And I have that as well, but I like to go through the scientific approach, the the collaborative approach first, and then allow the intuition to kick in. That way I feel like the client gets a... a uh, a better service and a more holistic service. And, you know, I've, I've mentored some folks and uh, people from uh, many forms of feng shui, and I, I would ask them, it's like, you know, well, what is, what is your project or how is your approach? And they're like, well, what do you mean? And I said, well, do you have a project plan when you go on site of all the different things that you're going to address? And it's like, well, no, I just kind of wing it. And it's like, well, for me, like, number one, you know, number one is ask the client what do they want to accomplish. And people have come back and said, well, why would we do that? And I'm like, you're kidding me. <laughs> I mean, how do you approach it? And they're like, well, you know, I just go in and tell them, you know, put this in their, you know, health corner or, you know, whatever that might be, whatever their approach is. And and for me, when I take a look at the energy of the land, the space, and the people in the space, you know, if their number one goal is health, but the remedy could go either towards health or wealth, Mm -hmm. (laughs) knowing what their priorities are tells me how I can best serve them. And there have been times when you could kind of go either way according to what the recommendations are. So, so really understanding the client, you know, what is your definition of success? What is your definition of client service? You know, what is it you want to accomplish out of this? I feel much more confident going on to a project with that approach. And that's where the collaboration agreement, that was part of the development and the thought processes behind it. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. What you're saying is you really personalize it. I mean, you spend a lot of time really personalizing it because it sounds like one little detail can make such a difference. You know, it one, little, make... one piece of information from the client can make a difference in, in a big change or a small change. Mm-hmm. I've had clients, um, uh, one of the areas that we're fairly unique in is, is we provide documentation on all of our consults. And so... Like many people, you know, we'll have a client that, you know, they've been very excited because they're getting results and so they want to take the documentation and share it with somebody and that person thinks, well, you know, gee, if I do that, I'm going to get some results too. And then it doesn't happen. That's because it is extremely customized to each building has its own energy blueprint as an example. So does each person. Right. So what you what it what's very important is for the client also for you to ask the right questions because you know you may say something to a client and they might say but I don't like that mm-hmm. you know that's your recommendation but I don't like the way that looks or feels then what do you say that comes up you know we all have our personal preferences and let's say that a person loves earth tones have always loved earth tones mm-hmm. And I come up with a recommendation that you need fire energy in a particular area. Right. Well, they don't really like reds. And so we will talk about how we can achieve the fire energy 
instead of colors, maybe shapes or objects, um, but still bring in that energy. Now, bottom line is it's always the client's decision. But what people find is when they follow the recommendations, they get the most results and the most consistent results. Okay, Diana, in the couple minutes we have left, if people get one thing out of this interview on intuitive concepts and on feng shui and on energy management, what would you like it to be? Energy management is quantifiable. And when we honor our environment, whether it's the person we're with or being kind to our body, or drinking enough water each day, or how our house looks and feels, or what our office looks and feels, energy is real. And the more we understand it, the more we honor it, and the more we honor Mother Earth, the better the world will be. That is my goal. My goal is to change the world, one business, one company, one person at a time. And I have some fabulous links on the website on ways to help our planet. So I hope people will research that. Thank you so much for coming on the program. Thank you for having me. And tell us again, please, uh, what's the website, again, about the website and and what that is. The website is intuitiveconcepts.com. Okay. And people can log on to that and get a lot of information. Yes, they can. All right, wonderful. Thanks so much, Diana, for being on the program. Stay on the line. All right. Thank you. Next week, we have a very interesting program. Um, we have a radio talk show host. Her name is Frankie Boyers. She's syndicated. She's in Boston. She focuses on traditional alternative approaches to anti-aging and, and healthy living on her program, along with introducing some of the world premier experts in health, fitness, and medicine. Frankie Boyer makes it a point to discuss the important health issues and helps today's businessmen and women stay fit mentally and physically. She's a great guest and has become a friend. And uh, I think you'll really enjoy that program with her. That's next Monday, which will be um, May 21st, and that will be at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. Remember, folks, I always say this in my programs. Stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, be around positive people, and know you can make your dreams come true. Know you can make this world and your life and the planet a much better place to live. Those are the kinds of people I talk to, and it's what I believe in personally. So until next time... For Positive Living, I'm Patricia Raskin. Have a great day. Catalyst for Positive Change. For an autographed copy of Patricia's new book, Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living, log on to RaskinResources.com and tune in next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, right here on VoiceAmerica.com.